When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good evening and welcome to the Transfer Agenda show from the LFC Day Trippers. I'm your host, Keith Plunka, and tonight I'm joined by Chris and Kev. They need no introductions. They're part of the furniture here at this stage. Gentlemen, how are we? Chris, how are you? Cracking, mate. How are you? Good, good. Busy day. I'm not long in the door. Um, and don't we all love talking about transfers? So who have, you forgiven me for, have you forgiven me yet for the quiz? I have, yeah, I have. Until the yeah, next. Forgive me, yeah. <laughs> oh no! Listen, you you did a Man City. We're not talking to you. Listen, <laughs> the quizzes are great. Anyone that doesn't yeah. doesn't tune in for them, we get a lot of people saying, "Oh, they're too hard at this." They're only a bit crack, you know what I mean? Yeah. We, you don't win prizes. We can confirm there is no prize in the mind. No prizes for winning a, a LFC day trippers quiz, and that's a fact. Um, yeah, it's all, it's, true. it's all the mind game. Like that's it. It's all the psychological warfare. And Kev, how are you? I'm very good, very good. Um, looks like they're in the chat tonight trying to put a quiz team together to take on the lad's score from last night. It looked like it was a really good score last night. So It uh, was, yeah. Every, everyone is trying to do it to get Laura to team up with them. So. <laughs> that, yeah, that's the key, isn't it? Get Laura Duffy resources. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, but you know, we'll see, we'll see. But it's it's a good idea, and you know, I was a good bit of crack last night watching the lads do the quiz, and mm. and the idea of people teaming up and trying to you know get that highest score. You know, David Lennon there the saying about him and Veranda Chase. Look, if you want to get his teams together, lads, feel free get the the info in, and and I'm sure Gavel do tests and all that other good stuff. We can get it going, yeah. we can get it working. Um, but yeah. Transfers, that's what we're here for. That's the name of the game. We are a clickbait site. We sucked, we lured everybody in and suckered them thinking we had some great news about transfers at Liverpool. We don't. So, you know, we just have to accept that it is what it is and talk about what's happening in the rest of the world of football. So, um, we'll quickly start, Kev. I'll go to you first. We'll start at Newcastle yep. because there's breaking news there tonight that they've had a not had a bid. They they've triggered a release clause in Chris Wood's contract. Um, what do you make of that? I'm not surprised. I'm surprised at the at the, at the fee, twenty five million pounds. I mean, for a thirty year old who's scored three goals in seventeen appearances this season, is an extortionate amount of money. Saying that, he has played seventeen games, which is a lot more than what Callum Wilson can do. 
and he will give Newcastle a focal point while weakening their direct opposition in a relegation battle. Yeah, it's um, money well spent if they stay up. If they go down, he'll fire him back up straight away because he's he's mustered in that league. He will get goals left, right, and centre. Whether Newcastle can play to his strengths, time will tell. They've got the wingers to do it in Amaron and Saint Maximin. You know, they will create chances with the fullbacks if Trippier can get forward, whipping crosses in, and what have you. Get people in around him. He'll he'll. He might not directly score goals. He usually gets double figures, though, to be fair to him. He normally yeah. gets 10, 12 goals a season for Burnley. But He's a dead ball option for him, isn't he? He is. And he's a, perf- when he's a perfect got, dead ball option. When you got him and Joe Linton in the side, they're both six foot three <coughs> plus, plus your centre-backs, it's it's another threat. It's another yeah. thing to think about. And Good old Joseph Linton. Yeah, he's turned into half-decent centre-mid, isn't he? Yeah, didn't see that coming. Yeah. I must no. say, I didn't see that coming. A Joe Linton playing centre mid, um, but you know what? That reminds me of you've touched on it there. You know, it reminds me of when we were speaking of Andy Carroll before we came on, um, and it's nearly like when Liverpool signed Carroll, and then we went out and we're bringing in dead ball specialists and crossing specialists. Liverpool, uh, Newcastle have got now a target man. They've got Kieran Trippier brought in there, who has an excellent delivery and a set yeah. piece delivery is very good as well, and it's. There was talk and maybe rumours of, you know, Newcastle being in the mix for if Salah doesn't sign, you know, all this sort of fantasy stuff. Because they are, let's be honest, their their wealth is just unrivaled on paper, you know what I mean? There's there's, there's an unlimited, um, if if we take FFP, roll it up in a ball and put it in the bin, there's unlimited riches there at Newcastle. And to see the way they're going about it, it's probably a little bit different, you know, it's... I think they're it clever. Safety, it's clever because yeah, right, weaken the guys around you. Well, that's, there's, there's that side do. of it, but there's the other side of it. Is look, this is this window is all about staying in the league. This yeah. window for them has to be all about staying in the league. You can do whatever you like in the summer because the summer everyone starts on zero and you're going again. But for Helen Highwater, this is this window has to be about staying in the league and protecting yourself as well. That if if it doesn't work and they do go down, that they're going to bounce straight back up. It won't, it'll be nine months, suck it up and get back on the bike again, you know, but it's still very expensive. And the good thing is it might start a bit of a merry-go-round because now that Burnley are going to be in that unenviable position of needing to go and replace Chris Wood with everyone around them and every club that they go to, knowing exactly how much they've got in the pocket. Because yeah. the thing and is, with a buyout clause, yeah, with the with the buyout clause, that's straight up cash in yeah. the cash in the skyrocket. Like, so if they come knocking on the door, they've already added probably twenty five percent on top of whatever fee they were going to be paying. And even then, they've got to convince a striker to go there, knowing that it's against the odds that you're going to stay up. And that's the thing, you know, you look at, um, let's quickly look at Burnley, but we'll go back to Newcastle in a minute, but you're right there, you take a, a, a key player from a direct rival, they've been playing Aaron Lennon up front, do you know what I mean? Like these, yeah. Burnley are not blessed at the moment, Jay Rodriguez is only coming back, Vidra, I think he's still there, he's never done it in the, in the Premier League, Ashley Barnes has gone off the boil if he's even still there. <laughs> Oh, this is fall over these days. Oh, sorry, that's yeah. what he always did. Sorry, that's what he yeah. always did. Sorry. What's different? What's new? What's different? Yeah. Oh, sorry, he's English. We don't talk about that. He doesn't fall yeah. over. The sorry. one good thing that they did do in the summer was they brought in Max Cornet. And yeah. he's mm. done well for them. 
He has done and well have, for them, and and McNeil well. It's McNeil has got a good delivery as well. So is yeah, you know. But at the same time, they're skirt. They've been skirting relegation for for the last few years, and they've been avoiding it by pure experience. You know, yeah, yeah. belligerence, belligerence, dumb luck. Take your take your pick, yeah. but Kurtz eventually, Mitrovic. Sorry, Kurtz Kurtz and Mitrovic might be an ideal fit for that. Well, do you know what? He's a it's... similar style player, but he's not. He's never quite done it in the Prem, has he? He's one of those players, yeah. weird players, who's too good for the Championship, but never quite does it in the Prem. Yeah, it's a Harry Wilson weird. effect, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There's a couple like that. Um, Dwight Gale's like that, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, going years back, um, the guy who played for West Brom, Earnshaw. He scored buckets in the uh, Champion. It just never clicked in the Prem. Yeah, but um, he's a similar style player, though. So, well, it's is. funny. I was I was looking at it on Twitter when the the Wood news broke, and a lot of the Newcastle fans are like, "Why don't we just sign Mitrovic instead?" You know, because they they loved him there. Apparently, I, I mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah, it's, I don't. I mean, look, why would Mitrovic leave London? And yeah. Fulham. You know, well, that, the thing is, it's a big deal. Money, 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 money. Yeah, but money. he will. He they will come up. I think. I think they've got a good chance of coming up this year, this season. No, so. but do you think there's a sense that you can nearly rinse Newcastle now like that? There's a players' agents will a desperation you know, there that they want to get. Um, they want to get bodies in. Before we move yeah. on, lads, very quickly, right? Before we move on, David Lennon's asked, "What top am I wearing?" David, I was out training tonight. I help coach uh, Stella Maris uh, under 15s in, in Dublin with Garbreen and Paddy Lawson at the day trip or so I was at training and I only got in the door before so I'm still in my, uh, in my gear so yeah nothing nothing exotic tonight unfortunately you're not getting um, that new Columbia shirt then oh that's a cracker Chris sent me a prototype of uh, a Columbia jersey oh, was right fantastic. up Keith Street it's gorgeous it but lads Burnley, you know, let's again stick with them for for a minute. Do you think they're in trouble now with, with Wood gone? Like he mm. wasn't exactly he wasn't exactly, you know, pulling up trays there. But their options were never that that big and never that good. Like, can you see them being that desperate that they will try and do um try and do something? I think they have no I I think they have no bloody choice. It's uh they've they've new owners. I think they've new American owners. And the be all and end all is being in the league. They're um, they pushed the boat out with Cornet because that's that was not a normal signing for Burnley. No, I think no. they paid something like 14.5 million or something like that for it for him. Um, they have no choice, you know. They have to. And the problem is convincing a player good enough to get them the goals they need because they don't score many. Burnley's saving grace has always been clean sheets. Yeah. You know, they'll get to a certain part of the season and they'll string off the, you know, your one nils, your two nils. Uh, they'll draw games where they should have lost and they'll, ch- they'll chip away points that way. This season, I honestly thought, because nobody was pulling away from Newcastle, I thought they'd, buy them, they'd be able to buy themselves out of trouble. And that's, look, that they're giving themselves their best chance. Burnley are going to have 25 million quid and they're going to have to do something with it, whether that be sign a centre-back and a striker, maybe take could deal both of them from us in fairness. I, think, I was thinking exactly that, that they could do with Origi and Nat Phillips. Yeah. 
even if it's a case with Origi that they do, or with Nat, that they do a loan with an option or a loan with an obligation, maybe. I don't know. But Nat is probably the only one in our squad, I think, that <coughs> can leave without us having to bring anyone in. Yeah. The, Origi's the a different kind of fish. The only two things that are helping Burnley at the moment is they've still got two games in hand and everyone else. I know they've got to play them, but yeah. they've, got more, they've got more opportunities to get them out of it. And their goal difference is quite big. Compared to Newcastle, it's minus eleven. Newcastle's minus twenty-three. Norwich United thirty-four. That's that's worth that alone is worth a point, you know. And Watford at the moment just can't buy a result. Yeah, so Watford are gone. I think Norwich and Watford are probably gone. I think then it's a it's a dogfight then between. Prob- you'd probably say Newcastle and Burnley's. That's who the dogfights. You think Leeds and Everton would have enough to get to get out of it, but you know, yeah. stranger things have happened. Yeah, Leeds can't. Leeds can't. Leeds can't keep players fit, and Everton are just plummeted. And they've been plummeted since about September. So, and the other ones you're looking at probably getting dragged down into that conversation is Brentford. And yeah. maybe there's always a team that knows those, isn't there? There's always there a team is, yeah. that'll, that'll fall like a stone. Now, so I think get a good result tonight. Do you remember the Reading? I, I always remember Reading, who were like never in the relegation zone all season, and they went last game of the season because since Christmas they've just gradually, gradually, gradually dropped it. And they went last game. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you've seen you've seen it happen. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, stranger things, stranger things have happened. Um, yeah, Watford look capable of doing stuff, but they do crazy business. I mean, the tie up that they have with do the crazy isn't healthy. It's no. not healthy for them. And in fairness, I don't know how the league let that go. Yeah, because that's one of the strangest um, setups, you know. And it wasn't just Udinese, uh, wasn't it? Not was a ready in with not was it Granada as well in Spain? Wasn't that trade them? So, yeah. Those three teams three, yeah. that are all under one ownership and players were yeah. going from one to the other to the other. It, it's a mad, mad setup. But I agree. I think you know. I agree. Norwich and Watford to me look like they will be in trouble. And then Newcastle and Burnley. And if you're looking at Newcastle, are taking Burnley's main striker. Well, then you'd have to fear for Burnley unless they can do something. Now, it's not necessarily going to be um, Divacarigi, but he's a player. I think teams will have to offer. You know, you see seven million getting bandied about. Yeah. You know, you're gonna have to be doubling that at least to even get to the table. Yeah. I would imagine. You know, to, to, for Liverpool to sell at this stage, I think it'd have to be a good, good fucking deal to get them to get them my, interested. My worry, Phillips. My worry is um, Klopp will do his thing where he goes, the guy wants to play games. I've let him go yeah. and play games, and we go, yeah, but we've now only got Minamino as a backup. Yeah. Yeah, that can be a lot. It's a bit of an issue. Happen. It's a bit of an issue now. You know, we didn't we let Shakiri go and didn't put anybody in. So yeah. to go into the dress season with twenty three man squad, you go in you can't really yeah, be doing that. So no. which is maybe look, the Diaz stuff's probably a lot of agent hot air talk, which can't blame him. But maybe there is some smoke into yeah. that. Maybe Liverpool have got someone their eye on or lined up going if he goes, we bring him in, you know, and people hate the buy to sell thing, but we need to get rid of a, a non-homegrown player to bring one in. Cause I think someone's, I think I read up that although we've got a spot free, we've got an issue of our homegrown quote. So actually the only player we can bring in is a homegrown one for that spot. I know Shakira got rid of, but I think it's a homegrown issue. And we've had that issue now for three or four years. Yeah. Well, never addressed it. I think it, one of the Portuguese papers, Ebola sports paper, mm. They're quoted as saying a figure of around 55 million will get the ass. And I'd imagine that's euros, is it? 55 million euros. So it's about yeah. under, just under 50 million, which yes. 
He's a lot of money, but in the grand scheme of things, I think that's about the I, maximum. Maximum. Yeah, I, I think that's I doable. I think when you're going into the seventy millions and the seventy-five millions, you're looking. You know, you're breaking your weight, your transfer record at Liverpool, and I don't think we would do it for the Diaz. No, so I think I fifty think so. million. Fifty million. We we done forty forty something for Jota, wasn't it? Like so, I, I, it's yeah, yeah. The talk is Liverpool see him around that sort of bracket, which from bits I've seen online of his numbers, these seem very similar to Jota, Mane, Salah, the year we, the year before we bought them, the kind of, yeah. Keith, you'd have level. seen a lot more of him in the um, South American Championships. Yeah. I, he's that? a very good player. Like, I have to say, I'm a big fan of his. I think he's really, really good. I prefer Rafinha, but I think the ship might have, um, might have sailed on Rafinha, but, didn't we get you Rafinha know, Close to that figure now is if they get relegated. Yeah, exactly. Which I don't think, I don't think is going to happen. So, so I think you're looking to get to that fifty million. I don't think there's a huge drop off to go for a, a Luis Diaz. Um, but you know, again, I can't see Liverpool doing too much with Dell and out letting players go. You know, and yeah. that's we know. I think we know Nat Phillips will be free to go if a, if a, yeah. a, a fair offer comes in from. And again, we're seeing all this seven million nonsense. Um, I, I don't think we're doing that for set. I mean, when you look at other centre backs that are gone, seven million, like, I, I wouldn't even entertain that if I was Liverpool. But, you know, they might just let him move on. But I see Watford and Napoli and Lazio and fucking loads of clubs are sniffing around them. So it yeah. might just be a case of seven million rejected, right? Well, there was a talk of AC Milan at one point because they've lost. Um, Oh, the Danish of the Ayer. Isn't he out for yeah. the season? Yes, yeah, he's gone, out. Yeah. I think yeah, he's done yeah. his ACLs. I think he's done for the season. You know, yeah. I mean, somebody else who, non Premier League, who I think might be going the market now, you could see Juventus going in the market for a winger. Kays is done. He's done his yeah. ACL. He's, he's, he's out now. So ACL, yeah. He's, you know, which is huge for a, a, a huge for Juventus, but it's also huge for Italy. He's going to miss the, the crucial playoff, which they've got, which I think is against the Portugal. They've got like a big playoff game. Yeah. So you could see if he's not even making the World Cup. So, it wouldn't surprise me if Juventus look for something. I don't yeah, know who that will be. It's one but, of those things. I got a feeling with Nat Phillips that a handshake deal was done with him. Yeah, you know, sign, your, sign your extension. We'll protect your value. If an offer can, comes in, we'll we'll facilitate a move for you. But stay until January just to get us. Just to see how you know. Goes. Just to see how the other four come back from their injuries, and then I think they'll facilitate mm-hmm. a move for him. There is still uh, a slight, there is still a slight concern because Gomez hasn't quite come back. I mean, well, he's never got injury free, but he's had niggle. He still had niggles, and <clears throat> he's missed out because of his niggles of his games in yeah. Europe. Like, he's not all the Carabao Cup. Like Carabao Cup on um, Thursday would have been a perfect game for him. So that's yeah. the only slight niggle, isn't it? Is um, you want injury away from going? Go on, Fab. Go back it's, to centre back again for us. It's a lot of. I don't like writing off uh, Liverpool players. I don't like writing off Joe Gomez, but, you know, it's it's a couple of bad, bad injuries that the, the lad has had now, you know what I mean? And he needs to play, I think, to to get back into a rhythm, to, to get the sharpness up. And I don't see where he breaks into this team. Look, we know injuries can happen and we, we could be playing blade. And anybody back there, we've seen that last season. But... I don't know if come the summer Joe Gomez wants to move. I, I was telling Gav yesterday that we were linked ridiculously to Jules Conde about paying an 80 million release clause 
in yeah. the Spanish media, you know, that's not going to happen. We're not no. going to do that for a, a player that's not an essential, you know, and he certainly isn't. Um, he's going to be essential for someone come the summer, but yeah, he's not yeah. essential for us. Chelsea. 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 Chelsea, are in, yeah. Chelsea they've they, they a load of players going out. At Detroit, they get them. They're losing Rudiger. They're losing Aspilicueta. They're losing Christensen. Uh, Christensen. You know, they, 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 Thiago Silva is two years older than me, and I'm in my 40s. You know what I mean? So they're, I, they're not I, exactly. I think, I think Christensen will stay. I think yeah. they'll get a deal done there. I think they've got Sar coming through. Trevor Chalaba has done that. Chalaba looks well. okay. Uh, but I think they'll want one more. You know, they'll want to It's going to stick with three at the back. They do need one more. Yeah, definitely. And Kunde, look. It's a deal they should have got over the line last summer. They'll definitely mm. get it over the line this summer. I mean, there's some other clubs as well that are looking looking at spending. So, I mean, linked with some massive players. Arsenal linked with Vlahovic. Well, let's move on to Arsenal yeah. then. We'll move on to Arsenal next. Um, Arsenal are, are a weird club because Arteta has openly come out, hasn't he? And he said, look, we're open for business. Yeah, we need to to make make transfers, but he's not looking at strikers. It's centre mids that they're that they're desperate for. Now I know they've let Ainsley Maitland Niles. He's gone to Roma. Roma. Yeah, Roma. Um, who's like the only name I'm seeing linked with them? <coughs> Genie Wijnaldum. Um, mm. The issue who else is the issue Arsenal got is they've got the they've got the issue we had probably just before clock came, which is. If you're not, if you're regularly out the Champions League, yeah, the players you want to get you there, they either ain't gonna come, or you got to pay stupid, stupid levels of wages and run the risk of being a mercenary thing. And even when you get into the Champions League, you need to have two, three years consistently in the Champions League for the for the players you want will consistently look at you, or you've got yeah. to, you've got to strike lucky, you know, or bats or bats. Well. So as soon as we got the Champions League, you know, we got Salah, but we got Salah on a a good price and probably saw some of that probably a lot of other clubs should have seen. Yeah. But we had to take risks with a relegated Gino and Aldum uh, and Sadio Mane from Southampton. You know, not glamorous players, but smart players. And I think Arsenal needs to go down that route. They do have the London option, which does help. And it, well, if we like it or not, it's a thing. You know, people it's do it's a massive help for foreign players, especially because of the connectivity mm. to the continent. You know, yeah, so that's a big especially thing. Especially for, for their families and stuff like that. It, it is a big deal. I mean, yeah. Dec- Declan in there talking about um, Jack Wilsh. I've seen that. Uh, I've seen that. Yeah, I saw that. I thought it was a joke. No, um, he's he not he's, 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 he's not played still. No, no, he, he was training the ball, no, but uh, no, he was just training the ball just to keep fit. Yeah, uh, but it, they come, he said they come come to an agreement on a deal. That was all he would say. The thing is, they're lo- but, they've lost <laughs> on their name for the Afcon. They've lost Thomas Partey. Shaka is uh, a doubt. Exactly, that's their problem. They, for the next month. They're in they're in serious trouble for what they can put out in midfield, and they've got a lot of games and big games. You know, League Cup semi final against us over two legs plus league games. Well, they're Tottenham not in Europe, but they've got, Tot- they've got Tottenham in the middle of our, the two games against us. Yeah. You know, they've so got like, massive oh. massive games coming up now. Uh, they're not. Yeah. It's the one thing they're not. They're not actually used to playing games back to back. You know, and that takes uh, out of young players especially. You know, yeah. so, so I'm just looking at it there. I'm just looking at it. Yeah, with Partey and El Neni in the Afcon jacket, it's Tony Laconga is the only real um, 
centre mid option they have at the moment, isn't oh, it? And, and then it was the kids that played against uh, yeah. Forest, which well, that means what you have to do. Or you, you play Smith Road, Smith Road deeper, but oh, I don't know if that gets the best out of Odegaard, Odegaard, Odegaard. Odegaard. Or Odegaard, but but you're not give it. There's no steel there, is there? You're, no. You know, no. you can see teams are going to, you know, there's this notion that you can get ball players in there and play our way out, but um, I don't something. That's the genie Wijnaldum. The genie Wijnaldum link does make a lot of sense then for them. You know, it's a. It would have done if he hadn't started the last three games for PSG. His reason yeah. for wanting to go back on loan to England was game time, mm. and. Now with Ghana Gay off at the Afcon, he's getting games and he's getting regular games, and he's probably, he's doing okay. He's doing okay as well. So you know, it's one fire the, on this one. It's mm. it's one of those. If it, I think if it happened, it wouldn't surprise me. But I don't see PSG. PSG aren't in. They don't need need to let him go. And if they don't mm. want to, they'd rather keep him just as a backup option because they're you're left in with the likes of Ander Herrera and players like that. Yeah, you know, they, so they'd rather they'd rather keep him and say we'll, we'll we'll sort you out in the summer, just in case. Yeah, and yeah, facilitate a move for him then. But yeah, I don't think it'll happen. You know, um, Arsenal may have to look elsewhere. I think, but the talk of the Vlahovic deal was yeah. fifty-five million and three hundred thousand. Pounds per week, and yeah, Torreira the other way, and Torreira the other way. I mean, he's on loan there, isn't he? I think he's, so. he, he's at Fiorentina. He, yeah. He's in but, Italy. I don't know if he's at Fiorentina. He, might he was be. at Fiorentina, so but, I'm just going to check. But the noise coming out of Italy is he doesn't want to go. If he's smart, and he I assume his agents is, wherever Haaland ends up, Blahovic in the summer could be the number two option for the other clubs who were chasing. Yeah. Ireland. I think yeah. whether that be he'll get bigger options for someone. Say. Yeah, whether that's Real Madrid, Man City, us, Man United, whoever, he will get better offers than than Arsenal if he hangs out till the summer. But he is he is adamant, isn't he, that he wants to stay in Italy? And does the Chiesa thing? I know he's not a winger, but he can play wide. Does the Chiesa thing accelerate any links to Juventus? Because Juventus are long term, long time admirers well, for Vlaovic. And also, wasn't Chiesa on loan to Juventus from Fiorentina? He was originally. Yeah. I think so, if Mar- so there's I, a relationship, there's a relationship there, isn't there? So I think if Morata moved, then I think it could happen in January. Yeah. If Morata doesn't move, I don't think it, I don't think it will. But I think long term it could happen in the summer. And uh, I mean, if Morata you want to look at on. the Morata thing, Morata has been linked with Barcelona. Yeah, and you saw that it baffled me that Barcelona are linked with Morata. But you saw the situation with Ferran Torres that he was only registered, I think, yesterday. Yeah. After they got Samuel Umtiti to take Paco. Yeah, but so, Titi has signed a new an extension until twenty twenty six. Yeah, on reduced terms. Redu- yeah, but, but in the long but that, term, that's what they better. have to do to get players yeah. over the line. So Morata is not going to be coming in. You know, I imagine he's a high earner player. Mm. They're going well, to need wants, to take a hit to get him through the door. Yeah, the thing is, Vlahovic has seen. I look rightly or wrongly. I've seen enough of this kid to tell me that. If you can't get Haaland, you get him. Yeah. You know what I mean? At six foot three, he's got 
a great touch. He remind he's he's very similar to what a young Ibrahimovic was like. Yeah. Apart from he's not as good on his on his right foot as Ibra was at the age. But technically, he's brilliant. He's going to be an absolute superstar. And it's a case of wherever he ends up, will yeah, you'll pay for him, but he'll get you goals. Yeah. Well, yeah, we were we were linked with him in the summer of Lavic, and yeah. it was one that I myself had said, I think, you know, Liverpool being linked with him was they're not going to be in the Haaland sweepstakes because the money is going to be too big. Not the transfer fee, the it's add-ons, the, the wages and all that other shit that Liverpool won't be entertaining. <laughs> he was the Haaland mark too, you know, yeah. and he is that type of player. He's big, he's physical, he's quick, he can score. Yeah. Maybe he walks out, maybe he doesn't, but he is a very intriguing signing. And I think, again, it's another one of those uh, dominoes, you know, when Haaland goes, I think he could be right. You know, teams will be looking. We can't get him. Who can we get? And you can see Man City being linked with him as well, but it's yeah. in pencil. It's, well, not concrete <coughs> linked with him, but well, tentative. Yeah. Which is, which makes all the sense in the world because Man City, we've always said, are in a team that, that maybe... Do they need a number nine? Do you know what I mean? Do yeah, we... that's the I thing. Think... I I think they like the option because they did sign Jesus and Ferran Torres to try to be that yeah. nine option. Well, they both say Jesus as a, Jesus as a nine and then yeah. made him into a winger. Yeah, you know? so... and Ferran Torres never really did enough. And you find an awful lot with Spanish players. A lot of them are home birds. You know, yeah. we saw with Algo Aspas that it just didn't work out when he comes to England, goes back to Spain, and he's absolutely flying it. You know, so I, I think he, I mean, they wouldn't have gone for Kane if he didn't want a focal point to, for mm. everyone else to work off. And I think he's got the wingers in place yeah. to have that focal point. It's a scary prospect, to be fair. Now, if they do get a player of that caliber, I don't think they get Haaland. See, I think Haaland is going, I think Haaland is almost a done deal to Madrid. I think Madrid I, get Haaland and Mbappe in this window with the amount I of players they're losing know. in the summer. The amount of wages they're getting off the bill in the summer. The likes of uh, Marcelo, Isco, Isco. Bale, um, Modric, and what's his name? Cruz says he wants to extend, but you could see this build-up of windows for the last two or three years, getting the likes of Camavinga in and... Settling in Mendy and Militao and David yeah. Alaba, you could see that they might hold on to Benzema for a year. Well, see, that was me win. thinking. They all bring in Benzema and Haaland and Mbappe. They play enough games. Vinicius. Yeah, but it's a lot of egos there. It's a lot of egos. Chelsea won't give a shit about that. He'll manage them all. Know, that's, his kind, that's his kind of club. Like That's his kind of arena. Everton just wasn't, but... I think I, I think Haaland to Man City makes all the sense in the world. Um, that's yeah. the one I see him. That's the, I think he gets the, the there eventually. I think once Royola gets a move to Madrid for him, three years down the line, he engineers a move to Man City when Haaland is twenty five six. Yeah, you know twenty five six seven coming into his prime years, or it could go the other way around. He could do the, go to City for a few years, learn off Pep, and then move off to Madrid, but. That's the thing with Royola players. It's 
you know, you're there for a couple of years, but every year you're looking at, is he going to leave? Is he, what does he want this time? You know, it's to say, it's the Pogba stuff with United. You know, every transfer window, it's something. It, it doesn't matter what it is. And that's the thing. When you let a Royal into your club, yeah, that's what you're letting yourself in for. And for me, it's an, I, I'm dead against it. But yeah, I mean, oh. Bale on 800 grand a week. You know, he's hitting some serious golf balls with that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy, you know, the money that yeah. they're spending on wages and, you know, then they haven't... And they got that new arena to go and play in as well. Yeah, but yeah. They're, they're very strategically placed, Real. You know, they've they've been holding back. They've been getting the big earners out, even starting with Ronaldo and Sergio Ramos and all these lads have been moving on. They've been building a younger team. I think, yeah, Mbappe, certainly. I don't know if the two boys will go there, but the likes of Rudiger, it makes sense to get him in there. Um wouldn't be surprised to see Rudiger go to Bayern because Nicolas Sula is out of contract and yeah. com- coming up towards the end of his deal in the summer. Would they pay the level of wage stuff that he's looking for? Yeah, they would. Do we I think, think they see, would. I, I don't know. I think they've, um, I think they've, they've boxed themselves into a bit of a corner that they, the the Leroy Sané wages. I think opened a few bleeding doors that he didn't want to open. Uh, I'd be surprised, but. Will Rudiger go somewhere just for the money, you know? And that might be the that That's might the be the thing. reason. Will he go back to Germany to play for Bayern? Look, German players want to play for Bayern. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Win titles. Uh, you get yourself into that club and position yourself, or you can go to Real Madrid. But Real Madrid seem to be looking at the, you know, Alaba and Militao seem to be there. Maybe their preferred. Yeah, option still a match up Fernandez there as well. So you know, does he want to go there back. and play in a two? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? And maybe it's maybe it's a good move for maybe it's not. Oh, makes a good point there. Oyarto Bal is a player. I don't know. Oyarto Bal is a good yeah a player who could do suit City. He's very City, very Man City that young fella. Um, well, so as you know, yeah. yeah, all four coat and now knickers. You know, another winger that will do a lot of fancy stuff. He had a really good year last year. He's a good player. He's a really yeah, good player. Yeah, he's a good player, but he's one of those ones that's very one-sided. Yeah. yeah he's he's very left-sided. You know, he's painfully left-footed. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's he's a very talented player. He reminds me of Ferran Torres and, you know, yeah. other wingers in that mould from Spain. You know, it's I wouldn't be surprised to see him going to see, you know, but... Um, the you know Newcastle are the team at the moment that are showing in these bids, and as we said, they've brought in Chris Wood, they're linked with Genie. I see they're looking to bring in another striker as well, and the yeah. names being linked about there. You've got Divock is in the mix, Dominic Solanke is in the mix. Um, yeah. There was a kid from France, Hugo Ekatike. Yeah, he's uh, from Rems. Yeah, he's from Rems. He's nineteen, highly thought of. 18 appearances, nine goals, three assists. Can play on the left wing as well. Um, but most of his appearances, a lot of his appearances at the start of the season were coming off the bench. So to get nine goals from there, from that position, and not really be starting 18 games is pretty good. Yeah. And he's another big kid, but you know, he still he hasn't represented France under 21s yet. So maybe that's kind of a one you bring in if it's the right money and a long-term project type of thing. But we'll see. I don't know where it goes, whether there's legit interest or not. I don't know. But that was a name that was banded around over the last couple of days. 
Yeah. <clears throat> I also saw them linked with Sven Botman. Um a lot of a lot of links to players, you know, Divock Origi, Liverpool player, uh, Dominic Solanke, former Liverpool player. <coughs> Sven Botman, supposed Liverpool target last year. Um Genie Wijnaldum, Liverpool player, ex Newcastle player in fairness. They're linked yeah. with uh, the I think he's the Iranian Sardar Azmoon. Um we were linked with him a few years ago as well. Um, you know, a lot of players the Newcastle seem to be going down that route of not looking to splash that big cash and try to do things sensibly, but whether they can do it in time, um, Botman is to a keep big them deal. Up. You know, it's that a, was big money they offered for Botman. It's in down, especially, you know, I think they offered, didn't they start off at 30 million? Then they upped it to 35, mm. and they might have upped it again. But I think is a Monaco, he's a. Leo, Leo, yeah. Well, apparently they're adamant they want him to stay until the summer. They know that they've got a massive talent in their hands. He's, he's only twenty-one years of age, so no matter what, he's as long as he doesn't get a major, a major injury, his value is protected. You know, they've they've got him on a long deal, so I don't think he's going to be. They're going to be that push to sell him because they know the money is in the bank for down the road. Yeah, unless Newcastle want to get crazy. And they might just do it as a statement signing because, look, let's be fair, they desperately need a centre-back, at least one, if not two, and a centre-mid. Yeah, they need everything. They do. There's. I was amazed that they haven't gone you know, to Everton and said, how much do you want for Lucas Dina? Yeah. You know, and just, here you go. You nice know, segue, that, Kev. Nice huh? segue. Nice segue, Kev. <laughs> because one team that is pulling off the big flashy signings <laughs> are Aston Villa. <laughs> they they announced uh, Phil Coutinho, which a lot of people from this parish will be heartbroken Relieved. to, to know. Some of us will be delighted because it means he's sick. not getting linked for us. Sick of, sick no of more every <laughs> Yeah. Look, I, I, I don't know how you used to feel. I, I hated the way he left the club, but... You know, that's the agent on Barcelona's modus operandi to get their players out. Yeah. It looks terrible, but I think it's, he's... It's very rare when people do a second term, it does as well as you think it yeah. would. And the big thing people ignore is he's had a hell of a lot of injuries. Mm. Big big knee injuries, big hamstring injuries. He's not played that much. And I'm, look, he won the league with Barcelona. He won the, the league and Champions League with Bayern Munich. But he wasn't as big a factor, especially for the Bayern one, as as people think, because yes, he scored against Barca from a semi-final, but he scored goals six and seven coming off the bench yeah. because he'd come back off a, he basically should have missed the Champions League final, but because of COVID and the season being delayed, he might get back from a very bad hamstring set. That's 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 the, the challenge for Villa's going to be keeping him fit. Villa's exactly. going to fit for him because he can play wide left, which is basically where Grealish used to play, and he's going to play every week long, as long as he stays as as fit. And that's, the, yeah. that's the big if. But, you know, the manager is someone he knows very well. I think, you know, I think I saw um, the chat from the BBC. What's his name? Um, Phil Vickery. He said Vickery. one of the big reasons, Tim Vickery, sorry, one of the reasons he didn't fit into Barcelona was um, he's chronically shy. Yeah. And he didn't, I don't think he coped very with the big egos. And, you know, what he said was in Liverpool, uh, when he was at Liverpool, there were big egos there, but they had the likes of apparently like, Gerard and Carragher, if he was, were looking after him, put their arm around him, encouraging him, you know, through because he doesn't want to be 
he actually doesn't want to be like the focal. Yeah. Which has wherever the player he is. You know, he likes to be part he likes to be built into the team. So possibly the the absolutely didn't work for him. So maybe at Villa that might reignite him. It is him, a... If it's a good six months, he either stays at Villa and carries on being happy, or it maybe gets a, gets him a better move. Well, they have a totally three million option, don't they, to to make it permanent? I think he's only have twelve months left of his contract. I think by then, whether yeah. the the whether Villa could go up and do a deal, I don't think Villa pay thirty three million for someone with twelve months left in his deal. Yeah, but if the player could force his way, force that kind of a deal through for a reasonable fee, yeah, be it eighteen twenty million, you know, plus add ons and what have you. But it's um. It's one of those things. I'm pissed off with the way he left. He allowed, he was young, naive, and allowed himself to be manipulated into yeah. a situation. And look, for all of the huff and puff, we're a better side without him. Yeah, We've built a much better side because of him. And whether people like it or not, we're stronger, and we defend better, and we attack differently, and we win things. We've won things without him, because, and it's because of the fee that we got for him. Now, look, if he goes on and does great things for Villa, fine, as long as he has a quiet game against us, couldn't care less. Yeah. But I, I don't hold any malice towards him now. It's like, if he, you know, if he does, if he goes there and does well, good luck to him. Fair play. You know, I hope he gets back into the Brazil squad. But, you know, I'm just glad now that it's off of our agenda. You know, we don't have to, every window, what if Coutinho was there? What if we could bring him back? What if we could do this? What if we could? The other bonus is, I think, if he gets plays a certain amount of games, I think we get an extra fee or something. Do we? I thought, might be, we thought we got fixed up. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know if there's something to do with appearances or something. I don't know. It would be nice if it was. Yeah. But, you hear so many conflicting. Yeah. The thing that. is, with the Dinier one, apparently he's the, the fee, uh, the it's a wages and everything has been agreed with the player. It's just, they've got to agree that now with, um, they've got to agree that now with, um, Everton. Yeah. And that shouldn't be much apart from the fact that it might be, Everton could be a bit stubborn and belligerent about it and try to get as much as they can because by the looks of it, Chelsea haven't, aren't looking to bring Emerson Royal or sorry, Emerson Royal. Emerson, their Emerson yeah. back, and they've lost Chilwell for a season, so they could be in the window. And you never know with Newcastle, yeah. just because if you know players agree contract with Villa doesn't mean that Newcastle couldn't jump in and say, "Look, we'll give you five million more than what Villa are prepared to play, and we'll pay you the same wages with the relegation release clause." You know, there's well, ways and means around it. I wonder, yeah, can Newcastle jump in? Like, I suppose it's a good comparison because if you look at Aston Villa, to me, they're a good club. They're a club that's that's on the up. You know, they've brought in Gerrard as a manager. He has a lot to prove, but he's starting off well. He's got that aura about him as a player. Can that translate as a coach in England? But he's bringing in Phil Coutinho based on... You know, his name, his reputation has got that one over the line. He's an ex-teammate, of course, of, of Coutinho and Coutinho will know that and will, you know, maybe feel that he is doing that. But if they can get Dinho over the line ahead of a Chelsea and ahead of a, 
in Newcastle, who we know are going to throw big money at. They, you know, yeah. Villa are in a poor team, but you know Newcastle and Chelsea are just going to throw silly dollars. And I suppose Fadinha, he has to look and say, right, if I go to Chelsea, I'm not along the long-term option there. Yeah. Because I'm only there covering for Chilwell. If I go to Newcastle, I could end up in the championship. Not likely. But he's worried about his France spot, isn't he? Yeah. It's he not should likely. be. No, but it's it's possible that they could end up in the championship. Yeah. So Villa probably is the, from a, a playing point of view, it's probably the best the best option to take because they do need a left back. Matt they Target. Do, yeah. Matt Target is a good squad option for them, but I don't think he's good enough to be the the number the number one. I think he will strengthen them. And as Laszlo says there on the screen, Dinya and Coutinho be two of the best free kick takers in the league from the left and the right for Villa. They would be um nearly transformed, you know, from their their yeah. I think I, I mean Brad Dia hasn't worked. I watched him I don't know if you guys watched him last night. I watched him. He's okay. Uh, Gerard was human. I think he's that. okay. I think he's doing okay. He's getting lashed out of it. No, yeah, um, but they paid what was it, thirty million for him, something yeah. like that. I think that's the issue. I think it's the fee. Yeah. Yeah. He's not that he hasn't translated that fee that you pay into what you expect from a player, if, especially if you want to push for Europe. But yeah. I think that Gerard would have been well packed off uh, coming away from Old Trafford losing that game because they had more than enough chances. Despite the VR nonsense, they, they had enough chances in the game to do something with it. And it, was whether, a, it, was a, it was a repeat of the Chelsea game when they got yeah. beat when they got beat yeah. out of the Chelsea. Uh, they haven't got, the cutting edge isn't, just, isn't quite there. You know, even when we beat them, it was, it was very similar. They had chances. They just... Yeah, which is unusual considering they've got Danny Ings and the Watkins got... and Ings. You know, they yeah, see, I don't think in. Watkins is a good finisher. No, I don't. He, he's, he's got full I of think energy. He runs the channels well. I think yeah. he does the channels well, and I think him and Danny Ings are maybe getting in each other's way a bit. And yeah. there's no clear um, roles for for either one of them. You know, and I think they may have. They, they fallen into that trap. Liverpool fell into it. Spurs fell into it when they sold Modric. Um, was it Modric or Bale? Bale. Bale. You get all the money and you just buy the players and you hope that they fit. And, you know, when they're going into Villa, I think if he, he gets kept around, I think it could be a good thing that Coutinho comes in there because Coutinho will be seen as the Grealish replacement. Yeah. Rather than when they... And he'll just be another player. Because I think he's a good player, Wendy. I think when they were in the Premier League with Norwich a couple of years ago, I think he was only behind Trent and big chances created, something like that. He created an awful lot, but they weren't getting finished yeah. by Norwich. You know, so I think he has that in his locker. But, you know, I think the weight of being the greatest replacement may have... Um, yeah. What did you make of that game last night? Because it was a good game. It was a good game. I think both teams finishing was terrible. I think... Uh, the flaws he's, in he's a, the best in and a, worst of uh, United, didn't you? Yeah. Going forward, they look exciting. You know, they look like, they look like they should score more goals than they do, but defensively, in transition, they look horrific. Yeah. I think Varane is, is a player that has been hyped up so much. And I think he's such a bad fit for them in their current guys because I think Varane he, is a number two centre back. Yeah. And I think yeah. he needs a number one beside him. And I which think is, which he, they don't have one. 
did he had the don't have one I think Lindelof's a good number two centre back. I think Maguire could should be a number two centre back. And they don't have a dominant one. And I think that's where they, they're falling into a little bit yeah. of a trap there. But I the think only other bit, sorry, as I say, the only other bit of business that they did do was Twanzebe's gone to Napoli. Yeah. You know, back from Villa for whatever reason, whatever whatever paper you want to read. You know. But for him to go to Napoli to play with Koulibaly, Didn't you know, he can it, it can only be a good thing for him. You know, yeah. but you think that's a hell of a way to be sending players on loan. You know, it's a weird one for me. It is. You know, they, they couldn't find an option for him in the Premier League or for him to stay in England in the, the top half of the championship. That They shipped him off to Napoli, especially, you know, if it's only for a few months. But are Napoli targeting English centre-backs because they were linked with Nat Phillips as well? Yeah. I, maybe it's a case that we don't, we look at the players that we see week in, week out, and we're just used to it. And you can see the standard of football. If you watch Italian football, German football, you know, the Premier League is a cut above. Yeah. You know, and, and it is. You, I watched the AFCON there for the last few days, and it's atrocious football. It's, a, it's entertaining at times, but it's atrocious football. You know, and these are all decent players, but you put them in this league, and they're a different animal altogether, you know. And maybe other countries are looking at the English players, the likes of Tammy Abrams, you know, flying. He's doing really well. Um, well, Chris, Chris Smalling, Smalling is there as well. Chris Smalling, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. He reinvigorated players, himself by yeah, going there. These English players that aren't doing anything at club level, you know, languishing around in squads going off to Italy and they're making names for themselves and they're yeah. doing really well. And the, the prime example was the young kid who left Liverpool and was it Luis Alberto? Yeah. yeah Suso as well. To be fair, Suso did really well there, you know, but Luis Alberto, I think it was at Lazio. Yeah. And he was, he was brilliant. You know, he, he is. Is. Atletico wasn't over trying to sign him in the summer and if it, we would have got a big uh, dropsy if they had got yeah. it over the line because mm. we have a big sell-on clause in there with him but he has been absolutely brilliant um, since he's gone there you know and it just goes to show the, the, the difference in pace in the league you look at Alberto maybe needed that slower pace to flourish yeah. and he goes to goes to Italy and he, and he makes it Barry Devaney says their Italian league is dirt now to be fair I think it's 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 up and down. I think it's up and down. I think they you know they they've got some good players in there. Laszlo makes a great point. Tamari has been brilliant at AC Milan. I think he's yeah. been excellent. Surprised Chelsea let him go, but you know we'll find you out a bit at, more when it comes to the Champions League with uh, Inter Milan. You know yeah. because Inter with the I I like Barella a lot. Yeah. So I would love to see us target someone like him. I like, I like you know, a real a real box to box mid in the summer. Yeah, you know, I like I like, I like I like him. Oh yeah, he'd be the one for me as well. Yeah, yeah. that was the, that was when they said you got to break if you got to break the bank for a stri- striker. That'd be the one I was going. I just something about it, I quite I quite like. There's a um, a touch of the Aguero was about you know yeah. he's, he's yeah. that type of player. I, I think he's brilliant, a huge fan. Mm. Um, yeah, but, Kevin, he's out of the first leg. Um, but God. <laughs> yeah, Barella is. Anytime I've seen him for Italy, he's just got so much, so much energy. 
Yeah. yeah he's, I think he's about 24, you know, so he's at that right age that if you wanted to go and get a midfielder to do your five years to get the best years of him, he's at that perfect age. You know, he wouldn't. The Italians don't tend to travel great, do they? No, that's the problem, see. Mm. No, no, that's the gamble. Yeah, I mean, we've been certainly born with them in the past. Borini, the Sane, the little Prince Aquilani. Um, you say Princeton, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the little was it El Principito or something, wasn't he? But, um, there's, a few, there's a few other names. Well, a few other choice them. names. <laughs> that uh, but no, they don't. They don't travel great, don't they? Not, and it's yeah. um, no. It's it's a weird one because yeah. I like Barella as well. I think he's very good. And Owen Burke there with another one, Milinkovic Savic. He's very much in his comfort zone there. God, yeah, um, he, was, he, he was linked to him for about five, six years, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's one I don't think that would transfer well. Um, no. I think he's I think one he stayed who, too long now, isn't he? he? He's one whose game is definitely built around that Italian style. I don't think he'd have the legs to play in the Premier League. But I think I definitely think Barella would. Mm. Are we going to do? Max says Barella has that uh, Chiesa senior, Cassano, Chiesa junior edge that he thinks he might have the right character, and maybe he mm. will. You know, maybe he has that, mm. but it'd be an expensive uh, experiment. He experiment would be. To try. Yeah, he's he'd be in that barrier that you couldn't afford to get it wrong. You know, yeah. Which we're always we're, will take a punt on it. We're always in that type group, aren't we? When we spend big, yeah. they have to they have to come off because we can't afford yeah. we can't afford to have a you know Sanchez mistake sat on the bench because we can't we just can't afford to look at the stick that Taki gets and he only costs us seven million. million. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, but it's a low I mean, risk because if it doesn't work, it's seven million. Yeah. You probably get yeah. that back. If it's an 80, 90 million pound player, let's yeah. be honest, we spent big on some players who've been shite. Yeah. I mean, uh, look, if, we're not linked with anyone or doing anything. It's no, we should be. Um, do, you think, yeah. do you think we should? In all honesty, with with the level of players that have moved and are, are being linked with moves, are any of them players that would catch your eye in a summer move? Well, I think... You know, not the ones that like Vlahovic because odds are they won't move. I mean, about the ones that yeah. are looking at moving and serious moves have been made. Because I'm looking think, at this window and I'm thinking there's an awful lot of huff and puff, but there's no proper players moving. The frustration I have yeah. with Liverpool is also probably there. It's probably also a strength, and Klopp's very similar in this way as well. Is they have certain targets, and they they don't deviate too much from a set few players. So if they don't get them, Klopp is also a manager who's who's said on record pre Liverpool, post Liverpool, and since he's been at Liverpool, if he doesn't get a certain level of play he wants, he won't go for it. He won't go for any, anyone else. You know, yeah. he wanted uh, Brands. Was Brandt was available? They offered him Salah. That was fine. But I think if we haven't got Salah, we wouldn't have got anybody else in. Yeah. You know, Van Dijk was a non-negotiable. Now, in some ways, it's a strength because you're always bringing in quality. You're always bringing in stuff that you think will improve the squad. But it's also a weakness because then we we do look at squads and going, it's a bit thin. But the flip side of that is you you can go full Rafa, and we know Rafa would go eighth, ninth, tenth choice to get a right back in. And you go, great, we've got a right back in, the squad's full, and you go, but he's fucking shite. So I don't yeah. really want to play him anyway. So I look, I, I've I've always felt every window we always feel one night. I've always yeah. felt a few summers one night. And look, it's always the running joke. Liverpool are gonna have oh next summer's the big summer. At some point that, that big summer probably's gonna come off, or you're gonna there is gonna be a uh, a problem to hide. 
they're not going to hide from. You know, the Salah chat's not going away, which, you know, social media, which you shouldn't get different from, is um, losing its shit over it. And it's over an interview that happened six, six weeks ago. Yeah. I you think know, Salah signs, to be honest. I think Salah extends. I don't think he leaves. I, I think that that will be walked out. I think all the talk now was a fairly amicable um Yeah, that, that interview six weeks ago, I remember when it originally came out, different publication, and everyone's like, mm. Jesus Christ, not, it's not great. But two weeks later, Klopp came out and said, these things take time, I've got no worries, and then we had other stories that was amicable. Yeah. So, it's just, yeah. whether we like it or not, it's the game with big players. Um. I know people don't like it. People think it's wrong, but go and watch Real Madrid when they when they're in their pomp when they're trying to re-sign Ronaldo, re-sign Ronaldo. Yeah. They're leaving every season. Yeah. United went through it with Tevez. United went through it with Rooney. Yeah, you know, they all re-signed. Uh, but you have this dance in the media. That's just the way it is with certain levels of players. Other players, Van Dijk, uh, who aren't strikers, aren't like you know the big attacking flair name. They kind of get done behind closed doors quite quickly. That's just the way it is. Look, Henderson did it. Henderson yeah. leaked it. What was going on with him? Within a week, it was done. That was a game. Yeah, so. exactly. For me, the thing with with Mo is, look, I don't like it. I don't, he could have deflected that question away. He could have batted it away, but he decided to answer it the way he did. That's fine. That's his prerogative. But that was six weeks ago, and I know. But the club, we don't, we don't know what's happened between there six weeks. Ever, the club won't ever comment. You do, you know, he say he says that. I don't ask for, I'm not asking for a Lotus up. Well, we'll never know. Yeah. Because you know, he's not going to tell you. And the club will never tell you. Well, so you're, I mean, you're avoid. The, the club think he's asking for an awful lot of stuff because if they don't resign him for any other reason than he was looking for the sun, moon and stars, well, then there's no justification for that. It's, no. If he's looking for money that's, you know, and I suppose that's an argument of do you want to pay like 800,000 a week to Mo Salah or just pl- plucking that figure that's not a real word I'm plucking using that as a, a figure yeah do you want to give that to Mo Salah and then open up a, a thing for every other negotiation so I'd, I'd say he's I, asking for a lot but he deserves it so yeah I, mean, yeah. I, I do think he I know they always say he could be the exception to the rule which is if say for argument say it's 400 grand a week he wants yeah. Lip will give him that yeah, I don't think you're gonna have Virgil van Dijk, Sadio Mane, Firmino, Firmino, sorry, uh, Henderson going. Well, hang on, he's on well more than me. Yeah. You go, yeah, he's on well more than you. But fuck, where would you be if he wasn't here? Yeah, yeah. You know, Look, we're, we're in eighth last year if he if we didn't have Mo Salah, yeah. and we all know that. So there was a the thing odd exception. Years, we'll see what happens. Yeah, there was a thing years ago. I know it's not that long ago, but Manchester United, a lot of the players had it in their contracts that they'd the star names at the club. If you bring anyone in or anyone signs an extension, it was parity. The yeah. top players. Roy Keane, I think. Roy Keane had that, didn't he? he yeah, had you, get, you get parity with the top earners at the club. Roy Keane got it because he was captain, but you yeah. had a few players who were getting parity payments. So it's not a case if you if you look at Mo and say, right, okay, you're offering more four hundred grand a week. You're giving him, you know. Uh, a 100% pay rise basically because his basic at the minute is 200 grand a week he's never earned 200 grand a week since the day he came to Liverpool because of the bonuses he's on he's probably one of the highest paid footballers on the planet because of the the way his his deal is uh, structured but if you've got Van Dijk Alisson and Trent for argument's sake who've all recently signed extensions and they've got 
payments that are, give parity to the top earner at the club. You're not just giving more four hundred grand a week. You're giving boom, you know, A, B, and C a one hundred percent pay rise on top of the one hundred percent pay rise you're giving already. We don't know, but mm. I I can't imagine the agents would not try to insert stuff like that into top top players' contracts. Yeah, you know, the, especially the likes of Virgil. Mm. Yeah, you, know, well, yeah, you want to spend your best years with us, and then mm. in return, yeah, I'll sign, but I want parity with the top earners of the club. So if you bring, I always think it's player. different. I don't know why. I, I mean, I always think it's different with a centre back. Strikers, I kind of get it. I think strikers or the flair player, gold paid get, deals. Yeah, yeah, tend to get I, that. I know, I know, and we all say clean sheets win your leagues, but yeah. the way it is, flair players always always get them all. Yeah, That's look, why David Hair's big contract is the exception to the rule. Yeah, because he's. I think good. it gets done purely and simply because the cost of replacing him is just not worth. You pay a lot more to replace him than you would do by giving him the deal. Yeah, yeah. And for, for the chat's not happy tonight, is it? You know, yeah, it's, it's just one of those things with um, with Mo. He's in the strongest position that you can be in. Yeah, you know, 100%. as a player, and he'll have his pick of the blade and world yeah. if he doesn't walk out. Yeah. He's, he's got six months because I think if it gets to the summer, uh, if a decision was to be made, I think you could. I think they'd be happy enough to let Sadio and Bobby run their contracts on and let them go. And I think so. I agree. Because they'll be thirty-one-two by then, and if they want to go and try their, you know, pastures new or extend, that's up to them. They will not allow more Salah leave for nothing. Yeah, they just won't. Before we continue with the Liverpool chat, uh, Avo has a comment there. Any good South Americans I'm watching? There's a bit of what, a ding dong going on in there in the chat as well. Mm-hmm. Still, Mark um, and Avo talking about um, Nawel Molina and Gonzalo Montiel. And I think, yeah, brilliant right backs. Um, Argent- I love Argentina, I love Argentinian players, but the South Americans would all be Argentinians. They'd be um, Thiago Almada, Avela Sarsfield is an attacking midfielder. And. Um, Julian Alvarez at River Plate would be two of the top players in South America that I think would live would be great for Liverpool. It won't happen. Do you know what I mean? But they're the they're the two talents. But yeah, the the, the fullbacks, Montiel and um Molina are good shouts because the reason I wanted to say that is I think Liverpool need to do one in this window, but it depends on how they the Thiago stuff is it all bullshit. Is he out for the season? I know Klopp has poo pooed it, but do you believe him? And if not, if we have enough in there, well, then we could be okay. But I think Liverpool need, in the summer, two midfielders, two central midfield players, and one high-quality attacking player, and a right-back over. Yeah. Right. That's what I think Liverpool need. I don't think they need a lot. I think that's what they I can't need. See, but I can't seem to do five in the summer. Which is probably why well, you want you to see, do one right now. Back, the right back would probably be, you know, let's say Nico Montiel goes. was one I liked. Montiel was one I liked at River Plate. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Nico goes. Milner okay. goes. Can we get Simicast to start practicing with his right foot? Yeah. <laughs> ideal world. That'd be wouldn't the idea, it? wouldn't it? <laughs> but, well, you know, you, you're on about five, Keith. You, if you're losing two out of the squad straight away. Not four, be, I only said. I only think four. Well, right back cover, two centimetres and, and a forward. Yeah, four, yeah. sorry. If you're already losing two squad players in Nico and James Milner. Yeah. Origi will be the third. Nat Phillips yeah. the fourth. 
you know, there's your four spots. So it's not beyond the realms of possibility that you get four players in. But realistically, you've got to, two of those lads you've got to bring out are going to be uh, homegrown. Yeah. None Although, of the four be homegrown. That would sorry? Be, I wouldn't be targeting any. Yeah, I don't think you have a choice. Yeah, we don't have a choice, though, because if you, that's the one of the benefits of Milner and the Phillipses. That's why City signed Scott Carson for so long. He's just a homegrown. Yeah. Yeah, it is true. Yeah, it is true. I mean, we do have plus to you need, take that you'll in. need a Adrian replacement in the summer as well. Well, I think that's where you throw in a home ground. Yeah. Possibly. Well, how old would Kelleher be? No. Yeah. How old would Kelleher be? 23, I think. He'd be homegrown because he's come through the Liverpool Youth Academy. Keller's already homegrown. He's already in the squad as homegrown, oh, I think. What about Pataluga? I don't think he'd be there long enough. I don't think he'd be there long enough. long enough. Yeah, because like Kate Gordon from next year could be in the Champions League squad, but he can't this year because he, he Trent, has... I think, goes into a different category as well. I think, when yeah, he goes, he's all he's 23. Yeah. Then you've got like Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott. Yeah, I suppose you just have to be a bit more clever with your squad. But let's yeah. say you were looking at four, let's say that, let's say five if we throw in a goalkeeper. Right? So I think you take yeah, any Laura's... old goalkeeper, Laura Laura's there, you? yeah. Nico doesn't count right now as he's homegrown because he's 20, but next season, Curtis would count. Yeah. That is 21. You know, it, it's unusual for us because Liverpool was always, you know, for years we never had problems with uh, homegrown players because you always had a core of English or British players in the squads. You know, for decades, it was never a problem. Yeah. But... The last, I think, and it will benefit us in the long term with the with what we're bumping through with the academy at the minute, because you know there are some very very good young players coming through. To be fair, uh, that's that's what United have always done really well with. Yeah, they've always had at least one or two homegrown players. I think I think since the nineteen fifties, they've never not had a, an academy player in the squad. So yeah. things like that, the 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 good money spinners as well is that you create someone who can just do two or three years 10, 10 games then you fuck them off and you put the next yeah. one on the conveyor belt and every now and again you get a Rashford or a Greenwood through and you go oh brilliant you know a bit like yeah. we did with Trent we not dropped on lucky with Trent but we realised we had a youth player coming through going that yeah. literally solves a problem for 10 years well Great. I mean if you take Trent out of that and you put in Cortis and you say right Trent is a leading a talent who's up here Cortis is uh, a very good player but maybe more of a a good squad option to have yeah. that you're getting yeah. out of your academy and he's filling a vital you know squad role and that's the one you're looking at maybe Martin can be more uh, impactful but let's say for example right, we're going with that you could take a goalkeeper in any Joe Soap off the road you'll get him in to be a homegrown goalkeeper the right back, you know, you can probably, I don't know if you can do much around home ground for a right full, but, it, you know, it's you're looking for a Simicast standard of player that can come well, in. You could look at, you could look at Max Ahrens. Yeah. yeah. We do play enough games, and if you ever wanted to experiment with the idea of Trent playing in midfield as he gets older. I, I think if you ever want to do the Trent in midfield, you go big on someone like a Lampsy. If you've got to, if you're going to, if you're going to, Think Trent's going to be a, a midfielder in the future. You, you get him the best right, the best right back he can, and Lamptey looks like a next future big, big right back. So, I but don't see, I don't think big, big, right, I, I don't, don't think Lamptey's a right back. I think he's a he's a wing back. But the best. way we, but 
But the way but we play, I think he's a right like, mid personally. Yeah, yeah. But but I, I think the way the way we, play, yeah, the way we it's, play, it's same thing. I think the perfect Trent understudy would be um, Yamanov Southampton, um, James Ward Prowse. No, oh, James, James Ward Prowse. Yeah, I think boy James Ward Prowse as your right back. Uh, I and also just think James with balls cross field and do things. I also like think that, James Ward Prowse is a um, is a bit of a Milner replacement. Short yeah, term. I like him. He's a good player, James Ward Prowse. You can play him holding. You can play him centre mid. You could play him at right back. Yeah, G- gives us a dead ball option. Which let's be fair, dead balls that is have not been, actually been the a best. bad show. He's a player I've wanted us to get for ages as a squad option. Just thinking like if you dropped him in, you go like, Oh yeah, fair enough. You know, yeah. he'd do your job, he can play a few different positions for us. English as well, which helps with the quota. Yeah. But yeah. I think he has he'll signed a new contract like in the summer. So you ah, yeah, it's a hard one to get uh, yeah, paying oh, English tax and Southampton, all that. Southampton home Southampton ladders nay, so you know, that's his club. Yeah. I mean, don't we, we haven't pinched it with for a while, so you know they might. Yeah, they might, let they us might have forgot. <laughs> they might have forgot. <laughs> so they've got, they got new we, owners now, haven't they? So we must, yeah. have, we must have a loyalty card that he's redeeming at some point. Yeah, true. But true. some of that because I I think eventually your Milner replacement in the next eighteen months is Henderson. That's yeah, Henderson's role well, eighteen that, months time. That's a that's how you that's how your squad. Um, should operate. You know, it should operate. Your older player then gets not phased out, but he be. He becomes that squad option, you know, and that that's what should be happening. I think my my thinking on it is right, a goalkeeper and a right back, you can sort of walk around with that. I think Lewis Diaz, there is a bit of I think there's a bit of uh, smoke around that. Do you know what I mean? There's mm. there has to be a bit of fire on that one because he's been linked a lot and there's a lot of people saying, Yeah, definite links. No bid, but definite interest there and he makes all the sense in the world but that's yeah, how you know that's how like Thiago and, f- and the Mo Salah stuff yeah. that's how they all started it exactly. wasn't this side of the water it was always no. the opposite side because not whether people like it or not and we all take the mickey out of people take the mickey out of James Pierce and people like that is there's a reason they don't know a lot is that generally since the Van Dyke they're told nothing Yeah, and they've got to piece together what they're told but also they've got to keep the club sweet for the jobs, you know, yeah. if you want to get a decent interview with Bergen Klopp, you can't piss the club off. Well, that's it. I think that they know some of the stuff, but they're told not to release it yes. now and they're, yeah, they're and not. It, there's no, it's no secret why when something does happen, they all release it within minutes of each yeah. other. You know, it, they know what's what, but they're also told on no uncertain terms, don't mess about, you know, and... They could get away with it when the club was in eighth and ninth and struggling to get into the top six and the top four. Not a hope you can you can do that now. You no. can't mess about. Can I just say, quickly with John John Cutler's comment there? Yeah. Bellingham and Gravenberg. Bellingham makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. Gravenberg, if he changes his agent, I'd yeah. have him in the club tomorrow. Yeah, I agree with that hundred percent. Me and Oriola. People go on about, oh, it's only an agent, it's only an agent. If you bring in me and Oriola client, look at the state of the United. always looking at the next move and getting his client out for no benefit really to you. So, you know, it's like Haaland. You know, if you bring in Haaland. If within six months, he'll be on his next move. They're already looking to get into Spain or whatever. And that's, you know, that's the worry about him and... I know there's, there's regulation stuff coming in about agents and all that, but they'll find a way around it. There'll be little holes and everything else. When people like it, people always find a way around these sort of things. Yeah. I mean, for your two midfielders, one probably is the lad from Monaco. Chumaini. That's the one. Yeah. Because we do need a proper understudy for 
uh, Fabinho. Yep, we agree. We need to rest him. So we need to rest him. So and maybe that's the one to keep. And I think Neil Axon, I think Rap pointed out, he goes, the problem with Henderson at number six is he needs Henderson next to at number eight to yeah. do his best work. Because yeah. that the kind of you know Henderson and Fabinho normally work quite well as a shoehorn. So I kind of think you need Henderson. Your job is going to be covering the two eights, and it's Fabinho and this young lad, and then maybe Morton's your third choice as you hold the midfield roles, and that then gives you an option. And, you know, yeah, Zakaria is the other one. I like Zakaria. Oh, Zakaria is a good player. Oh, Kessie has been linked, isn't he, from Milan? I don't like, I don't like Kessie. Yeah, I'm I don't like him, but he's a, he's a player who's linked, and I could see us going for someone like that. Well, that's the, the interesting thing, really. So you've got Kessie as a Bosman, and Zakaria, I think, as a Bosman as well. Um, and maybe they're the sort of thing that they might look to do. You know, it could well be let's say for argument's sake, right? Dream world. I'd bring in Jude Bellingham. I think he yeah. fixes your mid, not fixes, but he, he's a staple in your midfield for the next 10 years. Right. Yeah. You bring in Jude Bellingham. And then I think we'd need one other. So if this was me, what I would be doing is I'd spend big on Lewis Diaz. I'd spend big on Jude Bellingham. And then I would look for another midfield player. And it would be a midfield player in the mold of a too many. Mm. Now, how much you're spending to do all that. If you're talking 50 million for Diaz, if you're talking 30 million, you're 40 talking million maybe for too many, and then the Bellingham one. Yeah, you're talking 180. Dough. It's a lot of dough. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if I'm being greedy, and I am, um, once we're getting Luis Diaz, and you know, I like the idea of another wide forward, I still think you need an out-and-out number nine sometimes. I think just think sometimes the way Liverpool play, I think it's what we need. And Liverpool seem to be evolving to being more of a a two, a one, and a three, but at some point, I think you need, need to have a bit more of a focal point. Not See, for I think game. Jota is maybe becoming more of that he central see, option he, rather than a left-sided. You yeah. know, when he came in, he, he was maybe to... more seen as a left-side, could play yeah. central, and I think now it's central, can play left-sided as well, whereas I think yeah. we would look to upgrade. Not upgrade on Mane, I'm not looking to dig Mane out, he's been a great servant for the club, you know. But, but, you know, when he went through that spell of nine games we didn't score mm. it'd have been nice to go we'll, we'll, we'll throw Diaz in for eight games put your feet up pressure's off whereas I see us doing that rather than a central striker we think that's where we would go yeah. the only reason I say a central striker is only because all the players got the very similar and I just think Origi's that's the only benefit of Origi is he is that plan B he's slightly different you know he's physically you know dominance you know Bit different, bit different in the air, he's, and he's awkward. Good, good finisher, you know, he's a good finisher. He's that something a bit different. And I don't know. If, I think we need something like that sometimes. If Origi goes, I think you want someone who's a bit like an Origi upgrade. So would you, you look know? at Vlavic? That's why someone like Vlavic to me looks sounds more exciting. But there's no way Liverpool are going to do Vlavic and Diaz and no. uh, a centre mid. Is it? It's it's like Rafa's blanket. There's only so far you can stretch it. Yeah. And look, people who hate FSG and you know, the chat's gone berserk about them, is that's just facts of life. Unless you're owned by a state, it's only so far you can stretch yourself. You know, you've got to decide. We can have that, but you can't have that. The thing is with FSG, they've proved it with the uh, Boston Red Sox over years. Every now and again, they will go on a big spend and they will get the best in class. And they've done it. And they have done it with us. Granted, it It came Virgil, the Allison and the Fabinho deal was paid for by Coutinho in large part but well the Virgil, Virgil one was Virgil one's a bit the Virgil one's a, a, a convenient 
tie-in because timing, if, we, if we'd not, if we'd not yeah, if we'd not yeah. pissed off Southampton, we'd have had him in we'd have had him in August. We, yeah, we shot our own selves in the foot there. Yeah. But I agree. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure you get an Allison without selling Coutinho. I don't no. think you do the way but we currently it, operate. It won't do it every summer. But listen, no. if they have they have to protect their own investment in this, you know the if we stand still again, we will be fighting to get into the top four next summer and the summer after. You know that's just the facts of life. This squad is getting to that point in age and wear and tear. Yeah, that it desperately needs surgery. A little um, bit. Of fr- it does need some freshening up, doesn't it? But as me, keeps it. We're not talking like a, a complete rebuild. You're talking th- three to five players. Now, maybe you're not going to do five players in one summer. Maybe you do three this summer. Maybe you do two next summer, and that's your rebuild. And that's your. Well, you do one now. But that's yeah, that's what he said. I'd much rather do something like, um, like I said, whoever you've got in the summer, can you bring it forward six months? Yeah, if Diaz is your target, price difference between now and the summer, I don't think it's gonna be that massive because they've got this buyout calls anyway, so they kind of know what they want to do. Um, you know, I I sort of think talk is poor to need the money, so why don't do it six months earlier? Yeah, and, that's and true. I think we should always be refreshing. And and Kev touches on a great point there. I think FSG will do it when they need to do it, but they won't constantly do it. They won't do it in every window. Um, they don't operate like that. And I don't think Klopp wants to constantly be churning the squad either. I think Klopp works with a, a small squad, a, a tight squad that he, he trusts and he works with and I think that's how we'll operate I think we forget last summer we done you know three big players in that turned out to be big players in Jota Simicas and um, Thiago mm. not Thiago oh and, Thiago sorry yeah last summer you know to bring them three in in one summer that was a big relatively big summer if I'm looking at something along those lines but obviously you have then you know I'm only throwing this out Lewis Diaz Bellingham covers a home ground, so he's the you know the dream stuff. But if you can't get a Bellingham, and you're that's looking at maybe a Bowen, but yeah, maybe so that's, that's why a huge drop off there. I think. But maybe that's why they look at. Do you look at a Diaz and a Bowen, and you tell Jotter's the number nine? Yeah, because then you could say, well, Diaz covers Manny. Manny and Diaz fight for one side. It sounds weird. Bowen and Salah fight the other side, but you can then eventually Salah. Well, you can have some games yeah. through the middle. Yeah, people. Some people love it. Some people hate it. He scores goals through the middle. And then for I me, honestly think, for me, no, I honestly you know, could see Bowen playing in an eight. I gen- I really could. Yeah. He's got that kind of energy and tenacity in his game that he can get about the pitch. He tackles, yeah. his passing he is was, good, he's quick. He was, he was surprised because let's face it, Gino Ronaldo was an attacking left wing left winger, number ten for Newcastle. And yeah. he, has a, he comes to hold the mid for us. Yeah. Oscar makes a point there. Thiago was the only mm. big player Jota and Costas were players with potential. Yeah, you're dead right, but yeah, give me that every out. window. Give me that every window where they walk out. Do you know what I mean? Like that's of, a, I'd rather sign players of, with potential that walk out than big name players that don't walk out. So, but a lot of our players we signed with Manny was potential. Salah yeah. was potential. I mean, people laugh now, but Salah Manny was seen as risks. Firmino was an unknown. You know, if you it's spotting the right player for you. Squad. Yeah, um, I don't give a shit if we spend ten million pound on a player or a hundred million pound as long as it's the right player. The frustration is. We haven't brought enough players in no. to make the squad flexible enough or make the squad comfortable enough, yeah. you know. But look, they are where they are. So that's it's the elephant in the room is 
City makes everything look shit. And they do yeah. because of they are where they are and they can spend what they can spend and look, that's what they can do. So it makes what everybody else looks shit. You know, yeah. the start we've had to the season looks bang average, but actually yeah, it's actually a normal start to a, a challenging season. It's just unfortunately for us, City are at that next level. And look, unless we get bought out by a state owner, we're not going to be Which doing isn't going to happen. No, it's so, not going to happen. Know, like FSG people, are not going to sell Liverpool unless they get you know, an absolute knock-you-dead offer. And the oil states, they don't want to buy that. They don't want to pay $3 billion for a club or $2 billion for a club. They want to pay half a, uh, half a billion. They want to pay $300 million, $400 million and get that and build it. And that's why Newcastle were an attractive proposition. They have a huge stadium. Man City, a huge... Um, not a huge stadium, but they'd got a new stadium. So you had that off your list of things to do. There's so many things. You know, Liverpool, I don't think, will be that um, attractive to an, an oil state. And there's only many, only so many oil states going around, yeah. you know, we're, we're losing them as we go. Yeah, Free World, is, I mean, he's on a bit of a rant tonight anyway, but um, there's no reason the bottom of the net spend table. Well, no, we are. I mean, people are obsessed with this, but do you know why the bottom of the net spend is? We sell, we sell, well. We sell well, you know. I'm not being funny. Ten years ago, we were all going. Why do we always we always have to give our players or we have to buy our players out of contracts? We always have to force our players out of the door. Whereas now we get people to pay decent money for players that we don't want. You yeah. know, it's it's a, it, that's just how we do business. Now people don't like it, and so be it. That that's that that that's the way you like it. But I've said it for many a time now. If you don't like the owners, sound that's your opinion. But you, do, just a bit of advice. Hashtag FSG out does sweet yeah. FA. They don't read it. They don't listen. They don't care. If you want them out and you really want them out, go outside Anfield and protest. Bombard sponsors saying, do not back Liverpool. Pull out of Liverpool. Basically like people did for Hicks and Gillette. And look, I know some people who did that. You know, I, I did for Hicks and Gillette. I, 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 I didn't see the writing on the wall of how shit Hicks and Gillette went to. It was far too late. But I know people who have done that process and they said they weren't popular they weren't yeah. liked you know they had to you know they were protesting and other fans say what the fuck are you doing support the team but if, if you really feel that way about the owners fucking but, do that then but to do that talking, on, need... talking on the, online does fuck all and it does nothing it's wasted it's, energy it's similar to Manchester you know you need them owners to be in financial trouble to have any yeah. chance of them selling up like the Glazers at Man United are not going to sell Man United because of gold, green and gold scarves or because a few goons fucking stormed the stadium because they're making their money. They're sitting back do, do taking think, out 11 million, 10 million a year in dividends. Do, the only thing that um, did was it made them spend big this summer, yeah. which is great. And you know, it shut a few people up. Give it another year or so. Where did that money come from again? Oh, that's right. Yeah. It was another half a billion debt on the club so it didn't work but it worked short term because it scared the shit out of them because it was the biggest game of the season off telly and made them but are, really, really are, they any li- are they any more likely to sell no you know the cronky no. Arsenal you know these guys that have a big American sports brand and have um, franchises in America it's the prestige of owning them. There's not many that you can buy and they also have football clubs in the Premier League you know it's it's a huge amount of money do you know what I mean? It's a huge, and and I don't think they're going to give them up because fans are disgruntled. Right. I think we spend a lot of time moaning for and against owners. 
Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's, it um, wasn't I mean, a team so, when we were younger, you know. I know. I mean, Thomas is scared. It's more excuses. While City are going on to win four or five leagues, yeah, they are, mate. But you know, they're able to spend what they can spend. And look, fair play to them. I've no problem with that's what City can do. Look, they found them. They've got owners who can spend that level of money. They can. We can't. We don't have the. We don't have an owner that can just chuck a billion in. We don't. So we have to do it whatever way we can. Look, the way we've done it has got us one league, got us one Champions League, and it's kept us competitive probably for four of the last five years. Yeah. You know, last year was, you know, a real disappointment for different ways. And I get the frustration. Me and Kento, we're both frustrated. You know, we would like Liverpool yeah. to add more to the squad, but yeah. I, I, I get bored and it's like, oh, this year, the owners are shit, this is shit. And I go, okay, what are we going to do about it? And Evan goes, well, we'll just do a hashtag FSG out. Great, yeah, yeah. that'll do. Fuck up. Yeah. We, if you we'll really want to do it and you really think the owners are that bad, reading. get out and protest. Get out and get other fans of like mind you think the same to make it known that they're not popular, get it on national telly that people think you're shit. You know, that will catch their attention, that will do something. But, but for the likes of FSG, Chris, the Boston Red Sox, a lot of their fans don't like them either, and they're not no. getting them out of anywhere. Do you know but what I mean? Boston, like, it, but also, our Boston Red Sox had their most successful period under them, yeah. They might not like the way have, they do yeah, it, hadn't won the World Series in so many years, and then they won four or four, a three or four, maybe yeah. since then, you know. So, yeah. it's Listen, swings I've, 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 I've said I've said for a couple of years, and it's yeah. been on podcasts, I've said it, you know, I'd like the way we do business over tweaked. I would, are they going to do it? Doesn't really look like it, you know. So, we are where we are, so you've just got to find ways around it and try and be smart, you know. And look for clever contract clauses. Look for good players like a Thiago, who should never be sold for £20 million. But we we played on, probably spoke to his agent, tapped him up and found out that he had a year left in his contract and got a deal done. We just have to do more of that. That's what did as well. I think well, people hate the um, COVID thing. But with the buy-to-sell model, that's our thing. It was the big sales we were getting. We, ain't get, we, haven't, got big, we haven't done big sales for a while. And that, that is an FSG. That's Edwards. Edwards yeah. hasn't got the players out the door he should have done. Whether he's asking for too much money, whether he's trying to be too clever, whether the worst work buyers are our players. That's the reason Divock Origi and people like that are still at the club. No one wants them. Whether you like it or not, no one wants them. Well, we saw and with club, um, and Harry Wilson and the likes, we, we, over, we overpriced them lads and couldn't get rid of them and then ended up co-pricing them. Yeah, I've seen for us, I can't defend the others sell Salah. Well, no. But no, well, who says they're going to? Yeah. You know, until it happens, it happens. It's all wasted energy going, well, they'll definitely do this, they'll definitely do that. No one no one knows that. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's all just speculation. That's, if 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 they don't get the salad deal over the line, they'll be, that's, they'll be the hill, fans. that's the hill yeah. that will fill, that will finish them. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. You know it, we all know that. And they know it. They're not stupid. They can you can look at the amount of detail that's going to be in this contract. It's not like you know, you're this is what wages we're going to offer you. This is how long. Mm. It's not those kind of de- details. You're talking international image rights, domestic image rights. You're to- There's so much detail in these huge yeah. contracts. This will be the biggest contract that Liverpool Football Club have ever given anyone. Yeah. Ever. And before Possibly that, be uh, the biggest in the Premier League. Possibly. Yeah. They're before not going to fuck this up. Yeah. If they do, yeah. they will alienate probably 90% of the fan base. Yeah, of course they And they know it. Salah knows it. You know, everyone knows this. It's just a case of getting it in. 
I've seen that comment a few times now, FSG leeches. Let me tell you something. If you want to look for leeches, go to Old Trafford and you'll see yeah. plenty of leeches. Leeches are people who take money out of exactly. the Exactly. A leech takes stuff. It sucks blood from you. You know, FSG are not sucking blood out of Liverpool. No. You're dead right, Kev. The Glazers are yeah. taking money out at a rapid pace out of Manchester United. The, if, the frustrating time for them is they're probably too cautious. Now, people say it's cheap skating and they don't want to spend the money. I just think they're too risk-averse. And I think they have yeah, been like that for a while. Um, that is you know, That's different to, you know, and I love the, oh, they don't care. They just they just want to make money. And guess what, mate? Guess what, lads? Look at every owner. They all want to make money. They don't. No matter what an owner says, they don't really care. They're not, you know, City's owners aren't City fans. You know, the, the City's a plaything for them. You know, they all want a certain level of money and they're all happy with it. So... You, you can, if, you, if you think the Newcastle owners love Newcastle, you're, you're kidding yourself. You, you know, that's just the way it is. You know, the closest is probably the Leicester owners who probably do have an affiliation with Leicester with what's going on. But guess what? Apart from this summer is the first summer they've not sold a major star yeah. to back their summer. Don't surprise, don't be surprised if you see a Madison or a Sionchu. Or a Tillemans. Or a Tillemans yeah. sold on to cover some of this. That is kind, yeah. of, you know. But everyone says that you you want you want the uh, the Leicester owner. You want the Leicester owner if every year they were selling one of your pick stars. Yeah, which, which you know people reared up um, when it was Liverpool. You know, exactly, sell yeah. to boy, sell to boy, sell to boy. Mark A makes a comment there before we finish up because it's an hour and a half in, lads, and I've kept just long enough. FSG take nothing out of the club, but they have no intention of winning trophies. Then they won the. I think that's wrong. They won the happen. Like. I, I think that I think FSG's modus operandi in business is to win and be successful. They come to Liverpool. They've they forget about winning the trophies for a minute and forget about winning the transfer windows. Look at Anfield. Look at what's happening with the Anfield Road Stand. Look at what's happening with the training complex. And the biggest thing that annoys me at the moment is when people say, "Oh yeah, but can they play up front? Can the new stand play in midfield? Can the can the training complex play centre back? That's the infrastructure." You build your infrastructure. You build your club. Look at Manchester United. Your old Trafford's falling down. It's fucking leaks and all in the roof. It's in bits because a penny doesn't go in there. FSG have a, a model. They came to win at Liverpool. They've won the league. They've won the Champions League. The World Club Cup. To say that they've no intention of winning trophies is a bit of a ridiculous statement, Mark. Just my opinion. But they obviously want to win trophies. They're competing against Man City, against um, an oil state with unlimited funds that are fiddling their books and sponsoring themselves to get around any financial fair play just so they can spend 100 million on this player and 100 million on that player. They've no, um, there's no balancing that needs to go on there. Liverpool have to operate differently. We don't have that. So there's no point in, in moaning about it. We, just ha- we are where we are. But to say they've no intention of winning, I think is wrong. They want to win. They don't want to. They want to do it a certain way. They've done it a certain way. Let's just see what happens. Do you know what I mean? Let's just. There's, there's a lot to play for. If we win a Champions League this season, I'm not saying we're going to win it. I'm saying if we win it, is that a successful season? Possibly. No, because that then that'll that'll be down to uh, the argument. Yeah. Then is it, it's Klopp in spite of the owners. That's yeah. that's the standard answer. I don't listen. Don't get me wrong. When we won the league, when we won the Champions League, I wasn't thinking thank you to the owners. Quick two fucks. You know, it's the players on the pitch, it's the manager, and I see the argument. Will it work without Klopp? Well, we'll find out. But they've not found Klopp, but they recruited Klopp after Rodgers because they went, for this way we want to work, there's a certain type of manager we need, which was Klopp. 
So it won't surprise if they're already looking, or they should already be looking now for a similar style manager who would work in that in that remit and work on that remit. Which is why maybe Gerard and maybe that's not the fit. You know, maybe it's somebody else. It could be. Nagelsmann at Bayern might be the perfect one to work under a budget. Possibly, you know, I know he's at Bayern at the moment, but you know, other clubs he's worked at. We don't know. I mean, two, three years time, you've no idea who's coming out of the woodwork. For all you know, for all I know, Klopp extends next week. That, yeah. For all you know, and then it's a pro- it's a problem kicked down the road for another two years. Very true. Very true. Um, Kieran says there, Man City are an incredible, well-run, rich club, top coach players, etc. But they can make multiple signings and bin them off if it doesn't work because they're so loaded. We don't operate like that. But it's a very, very good point. They're a very well-run club. They are. They are. The infrastructure they've got around them. Everything they've done, yeah. They've improved everything. The campus they've built is really impressive. You can't knock it. And they bought Jack Reilly for 100 million. I don't think he's going to walk out. I know it's easy to say that now. I didn't think he was going to walk out at the time. But it's not going to be any any impact on them whatsoever. He'll become a squad player and they'll bring someone else in. And that's how they operate. And when we you say that they're a very well-run club, it's very easy to be a well-run club when you look at their last two sponsorship deals. Oh, so yeah, don't get me wrong. Go, go, and, look, go and look up their last, last couple of sponsorship yeah. deals. It's very easy to be a very well-run club when you can create those kind of sponsorship deals. Now, good luck yeah. to them. If they found a loophole and that's the way they want to run their foot, that's, that's fine. The sports washing that goes on with Manchester City is, is deplorable, don't get me wrong. But what I mean is they invest in everything around the club and not just on the playing side. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They have got the, the playing side done. The area, the, the money they've put into the area there, the, the campus, as Chris said, that they've yeah. made. The youth yeah. setup they've, they've built is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. And all, all parts the, the youth that they're bringing through is looking like in the long term it will pay dividends. But when you're trying to compete with that, you have to get your signings absolutely right. I mean, yeah. we do pay, I think, we're the third highest wage bill in the league. One of the highest agent yeah. pays as well. It's yeah. It's it's not a case that we penny pinch. The players reap the rewards of their success. If we're really successful, the players benefit massively for it. Mm. If we're not, the players lose out financially. So FSG will want us at a minimum in the Champions League every year, competing in the Champions League every year, because if you want to create that advertising money, that advertising revenue, the only way to do that is to be at the top, challenging for titles on TV at a, on a regular basis in the Champions League, in you know, going deep into the Champions League every year, year in, year out. And to do that on a regular basis, the squad needs investment, no doubt about it. Dave, risk averse is a good way of putting it. I think we're too shy when it comes to January windows. Mm. But saying that, by the end of January, let's see who actually moves and see. Of the players who do move, would we have been interested in them? Because mm. so far, there isn't a single player that's moved anywhere that I'd look at and think, "Yeah, we missed out. Yeah. We missed the boat on X on that player." That doesn't make sense. And what's that? I don't believe the FSG take money out of the club back to don't back. Don't take money. Finals. They don't take money out of the club. They don't. He doesn't believe. 
He doesn't believe that. That's key. Doesn't believe it. Um, did well, they go say it? Then go and Google Swiss Rambo on Twitter, yeah. and go and actually read the financial statements that the club release. Yeah. Because think, it is literally there in black and white. It's declared. Clear as crystal. It's, and if you think it's a county fraud, um, prove it. Until yeah. you can prove it, it's just... That's where it, it's, a, it's a bit pissing in the wind with the owners. Yeah. Is oh, it, 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 They obviously did this because they bought this. They buy yeah, lots I of franchises. That's kind of how they FSG, FSG is not work. Liverpool. FSG is not Liverpool. Liverpool no. is part of FSG's portfolio. So they yeah. own the Boston Red Sox. And if you think Liverpool is the biggest prize they have... The Boston Red Sox is on an even par, if not higher. They have, um, they have a NASCAR team, don't they? Do they have a NASCAR yeah, yeah, team? NASCAR team. They have a share in the New England Sports Network. They just bought the Penguins, don't they? The, they bought the Pittsburgh Penguins. $800 million. But they've also is, bought in, they bought uh, LeBron James' media company. I think yeah. they've they've bought into that. They've, they've, they've sold a thing to Redboard. Them buying the Pittsburgh Penguins has nothing to do with Liverpool whatsoever. No. Absolutely nothing to do with Liverpool. They look at a distressed asset or an asset that they can buy and turn around. And it has nothing to do with us. The two of them are not connected. It looks like they had 700 million we, sat in the bank. We did, a like, show, we'll get yeah. we did a show one Friday night a few weeks ago. And can you, what was it? Was it Jay? Jay. Yeah. Jay from uh, Copite. Jay from Copite. He's a massive ice hockey fan. And he was telling us a bit about the Pittsburgh Penguins, that they are one of the original six of the old NHL. They're one of the most established traditional hockey franchises in America. And you look at what what they've invested in. Pittsburgh Penguins, historic. Boston Red Sox, historic. Liverpool, historic. Brand names. They're not buying these to flip them. Yeah, They're long-term investors. Exactly. And I definitely think we've pissed against the wind when it comes to January transfer windows. We mm-hmm. haven't been ruthless enough in getting players out the door who needed to be moved on. It's loyalty is a double-edged sword. When you're bringing a player in, you want to be that player who comes in knowing that a manager is going to be loyal to you. You're going to have dips in form. You're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have injuries, but the manager is going to stick with you and be loyal to you. But that loyalty is a double-edged sword where you could be over-loyal to certain players. And yeah. he, What do you want? Would you rather a manager be loyal or would you rather a manager be ruthless and turn players over at the first, you know, at the first hint of trouble? I don't know. It, it's, a, it's a double-edged sword and it's a, no matter which way you come down and there's, a, there's pluses and minuses on both sides. I think we could have done more in the summer. Definitely think we win into the season one short. Mm. I definitely think we could should try to do something this summer, or sorry, this winter, to tide us over until the summer. If we're going to have a real challenge in the Cups, the domestic Cups, the European the Champions League, I think we could do with one coming in. But do I still fancy us with this squad, with everyone's back from the AFCON come February, March, April to go on in Europe? I do. I don't think anyone's got a fancy playing us. And I think we will get it right and roll on Thursday night. I can't wait. Yeah, interesting. Um, we'll wrap it up there, so lads, because we're nearly an hour and 40 into this and we did have a late start. I got a lot of the blame for the late start and it wasn't me and it wasn't okay. Chris. It was Man City, but he always gets away with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, um, it was my bad this time. 
Red issues no, no, down here tonight. We all we all do have that. Um, look, lads, thanks for coming on and joining. I know we we dubbed this a transfer agenda show. We went through some of the moves that are happening. The reality is, there's not much going on with Liverpool, as Kev said. There's nobody signing. Was it Kev or Chris? Nobody signing anywhere that we're looking and envious about. So, you know, let's just wait and see. But I've enjoyed tonight, lads. I've enjoyed having a little chat about the state of Liverpool and and the transfer market in general. So, uh, thanks for joining me tonight. Um, Thanks for everyone in the chat as well because you guys have made made the conversation. You've driven the conversation again tonight. You know, whether we agree or disagree with your comments, we absolutely love having the comments in because you guys always drive the agenda. It's one of the things. It's one of the things that we always say. You know, we the chat is brilliant, but you know, people come in. There's new names in there again tonight, or maybe names that aren't usually as as vocal. And once people are respectful, we'll then fill your boots. Do you know what I mean? We're not we're so, not into so censorship. If you act a maggot, you'll be fucked out. But we're not here to bleed. And, you know, have your say, and you know, we'll try and yeah. discuss and we'll do all that. But Antoine t- takes the words right out of me mouth. Hit the like button. You know, if you like the show, if you enjoy what we do, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Um, well, we're putting out a lot of shows. Gav is churning out daily shows at two o'clock every weekday. Great going with that as well. Um, we've got shows most nights um, after matches, you know, things like that. Well, we're trying to do as best we can. It's all free. You know, we're not, um, we don't harp on about that as much anymore. But, you know, we, we yeah. put all this effort in. The, three, the two lads are on yeah. here. Um, the two lads are on here tonight. I know, I know Mark. Mark is a moderator on Coppish, and he's a really good lad. He's forthright in his views, and he's very opinionated and strong in his views. But he's a really good lad, and he always dips in and out with with us. But he does great. He does great stuff for Coppish. And um, we've got Callum in two weeks. Yeah, we've got Callum coming up in a couple of weeks on Friday night to chat UFC. So can't wait for that. So I, I'm, I'm sure I'll. I'll We'll definitely what, work what, on watch, our uh... watch his head pop again. So you know, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's... the Neto chat will be uh, will be fine. Oh, well, the, the lad with one knee, yeah, he lo- he loves a player yeah. with one knee who's got an injury record. He, they're, they're great, then. Oh, yeah. Anyway, look, last time the player, the women signed someone. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, there's your there first, you first sign. American. Give us an update on that one. What was she? Katie Stenshell. Uh, she was playing in uh, Scandinavian league uh, up until January. Yeah, yeah, uh, won the league, won a cup there, but uh, scored loads of goals for Bayern in Australia and in America. I think she's a signing because we're currently top of the league. That's why we've got her. Uh, I think she's literally come to Liverpool because she thinks she's only doing six months of the championship. I don't think we'd have got her any other way. But yeah, look, the women did great. Uh, Sunday went there, won, beat Blackburn, who were a bit of a bogey side, 6-0. One girl got a hat-trick in six minutes, and all the scorers yeah. were from Republic of Ireland or Northern Ireland, so, yeah. you know. What, happy what more can you want? Exactly, happy exactly. They want to support the women's well, team as well. It's important <laughs> enough for them to carry this on and get promoted because it's yeah. only once it comes up in the women's league. And it's yeah, important. Neil Axon called it, to be fair to him, called it on one of our shows a few months back saying he's hoping Liverpool will do what Leicester did last year, which is get ahead by Christmas and plough on. And early signs are touch wood. We'll go in that sort of way. The gap's four points already. Well, it's five, but a couple of things about the game around. But yeah. it's a four-point gap at the moment. You know, there's only 22 games in the league and we're, half, we're over halfway, we're just over halfway now. So, early, you know, it's looking rosy for once, which is uh, good, good, to, good to see. 
good stuff yeah. excellent stuff um, so yeah look we'll leave it there again just on the screen find us on YouTube all social media by searching LFC Day Trippers go on and subscribe as much as you can we appreciate all the support and um, we'll we'll see you all again soon so lads um, thanks for joining me um, and I'll wish you all good night and we'll see you again soon see you later Sports Social Podcast Network <laughs>